Welcome to The Selfish Sesh, a podcast exploring self-love, confidence, mental health, sex, and relationships without all of the bullshit. I'm your host, Marissa Jane, and I believe that sometimes you need to be a little selfish. Hello, my lovers, and welcome right on back to The Selfish Sesh. I am blessed to be back in those little ear holes of yours again this week. And I have a very exciting episode for you today. So today's topic is actually one of my most requested topics. So every single time I ask for any topic requests or just get random DMs around what to talk about in my episodes, nine times out of ten for this very subject and it is on how to get over a broken heart or how to find yourself again after a breakup. Look, I may be the very best person to ask on this one because I have had my heart broken many a times, probably have broken a few in my life as well. I kind of hope I have because I feel like I've got some bad broken heart karma happening in my life, so it, it must be from something, right? That's how it works. Before we get into this very important and I guess topical subject, especially for this time of year, breakup season, right? I am going to quickly share with you my recommendation for the week. Also, I am putting up an Instagram highlight for all of my recommendations from all my previous episodes. So if you ever want to go back to what exactly I'm recommending, just check out that highlight and I will pop up a new one every week now. So this week, I want to recommend the very first YouTube episode by Smart Women Society as part of their Smart Women, Smart Moves video series. I also recommend you follow Smart Women Society on Instagram, which is basically a really informative page and they give really tangible tips on subjects such as money, career, well-being and love life. So we love that. The first episode that I loved follows on from one of my recent podcast episodes on burnout, which you guys all really loved. And I've had a lot of feedback since that you really resonated with the topic. And especially because of COVID, you've been feeling very burnt out. I know the exact feeling, so don't worry there. But basically, this episode by Smart Women Society is titled How to Overcome Burnout at Work. The founder, Tia, is joined by Ali Smith, who is a psychologist and the owner of Kind Mind Co. They discuss workplace burnout, how to identify it and what the coping strategies are for it. So if you did feel like you are feeling burnt out after listening to my episode and you resonated with that, I definitely recommend as a follow-up watching this episode. Basically, the ladies break down a few strategies on how to manage burnout, and these include just briefly having adequate sleep each night, exercising daily, drinking water, having a healthy diet, and setting clear boundaries with your workplace manager where possible. Now, the reason why you're all tuning in, let's get on to the topic of heartbreak. So whether your partner just dumped you the person you had a crush on, told you they didn't feel the same way. Trust me, that has happened to me one too many times. 
Or you finally realise that the fuck boy or fuck girl was never going to eventuate into anything more. I've also been in that situation one too many times, probably every week if I'm being honest. But having your heartbreak actually really sucks. And besides from being a mental drainer, it actually genuinely physically hurts. There's even this condition called broken heart syndrome, and this is a temporary heart condition that is brought on by really stressful situations. So at times when you do have a broken heart, you actually physically can have a broken heart, which is wild. In the past 12 months, we have really seen the rise of the COVID breakup. You know, being cramped into a small space with your boyfriend or girlfriend can be really draining and hard on a relationship, especially when during times of lockdown, they're really the only person you can see. So unless you really do get along like best friends, I can imagine that would be really hard and it would definitely make you discover, I guess, negative traits and qualities in your relationship a lot faster than you would in a normal pre-coronavirus world. A recent study on the impacts of COVID-19 by Relationships Australia found that 42% of people have had experienced a negative change in their relationship with their partner during the last few months because of COVID. If you are one of these people that have had a breakup during this time, you are definitely not alone. Or even if you're just someone who is viewing their relationship differently, Negatively or positively, again, you are not alone. Dealing with getting your heart broken is never going to be easy. And like when you think about it, that is probably why heartbreak is the creative foundation for so much of our pop cultural artifacts. Think of the songs that you listen to, the movies, the art that you consume, A lot of the time, this is either based around love and finding love and sustaining love, or the other side of that, losing love and experiencing the loss of something really great that happens when you get your heart broken. I have had my heart broken personally a few times myself, and oh man, it is not a vibe. You uncontrollably break down and cry. You might lash out at those friends who are constantly by your side. You can't sleep. You can't eat. And worst of all, you can't control that deep down in your heart, you still have unanswered feelings for said person who smashed your soul into these teeny little pieces. Today, because of all of this, we are going to get into the age-old question of how to mend a broken heart. Or more accurately, I think, how to sticky tape it together while you wait for an eternity for it to mend on its own accord. I guess firstly, it would only be fair to share why I believe that I am a true expert of this topic. Being a 20-something-year-old in the 21st century and being completely and utterly single is not as easy or fun as it sounds. And trust me, with the invention of dating apps like Tinder, Bumble, Hinge, SugarDaddy.com, it makes life quite difficult. You go to a bar and you no longer will meet a cute boy lining up for a drink. Brad, 
the man next to you who is very attractive. He's already talking to six girls on Tinder on his phone right now. He doesn't need to talk to you at the bar. He already has someone lined up for later tonight. Going to the coffee shop? No one's going to talk to you in the line. They're sliding left, right and centre into girls' DMs and I'm doing just the same if I'm going to be honest. Trust me, I have done the dating apps. I hate them. I hate that it is completely built on physical looks and really, I guess, outward hobbies and likes and dislikes. Whereas liking someone is much more than that. It's all about someone's vibe, their personality, and you do not get to see someone's vibe on Tinder. The last date I went on, I am genuinely concerned he's a little bit of a stalker. Very weird. And do you know the reason why I knew something was wrong with him? Was because he was so obsessed with me after one date. And to be fair, I was like fucking funny on this date. Like I've never been funnier in my life. I wish I recorded it. I would have been like a great stand-up show. But he just like fell in love with me and was sending me all of these like harassing messages to work out whether I was into him or not. Anyway, that's a little bit of a tangent. But I guess other reasons why I am an expert on the topic of heartbreak I have had two serious relationships and lots of little things. My two really serious relationships ended very differently. My first relationship, I got cheated on and it was a complete shock to the system. I didn't eat, sleep, drink, breathe pretty much for six months. I was a shell of a human. And then later in life, I had a, I guess, a more uh, mature relationship. And we ended quite platonically and mutually. We stayed friends for a really long time. It definitely got a little bit more difficult as we both like started seeing other people. So we're not as close as we used to be, but there's still a lot of respect between us. Before I kind of deep dive into the topic, I do want to flag that I am a white, middle-class, heterosexual woman and my experiences are not a true representation of society and therefore neither is my advice. I may be a self-proclaimed expert, but I am not actually an expert. Little disclaimer, you got to do it. And on that note, if you have your own story that you would like to share with me, please do send it through. And I would love to have an episode about everyone's tales of love and loss and how we all kind of end up in the same place in the end. As I briefly touched on, the only real way to get over a person that held onto your heart for eternity, or you thought it would be eternity, The only way is time, and time really does heal everything. But look, we don't have all day. We gotta keep moving, girls gotta hustle. So I hear you, babe. We want answers, and we want them now, and I will give you those answers, and I will give them to you right now. I am going to share with you some really tangible tricks on how to get over a broken heart, kind of speed up that process and at least kind of cover it up and let you at least pretend that you're doing okay. It's better than knowing that you're not all right. So while we wait for that heart healing magic and we impatiently wait for something great to happen, little secret, you have to make great things happen. They don't just happen for no reason. 
Here are just some quick tips, tricks, pointers, words of wisdom to get you through to the other side. And as I always say, great things come out of heartbreak. You might be able to harness this pain to create something amazing, like a painting or a song. Okay, first tip, let's go. Distract yourself. Make sure that you have planned every single second, minute of the day. Fill up that calendar. See your friends. Hang out with colleagues. Hang out with your parents. Do something every night after work for a few weeks and make sure that you're fully distracting yourself. Whenever you're with someone you trust, ask them for advice during Heart to Hearts. Also, just make sure you're not talking about your heartbreak all the time. It is tiring not only for you, but also your friends. They want your good vibes as well. Think of all the things that you always wanted to do. Go to the movies alone. Go skinny dipping. Kiss a frog or two. I think after every breakup, I go on a little bit of a boy rampage and kiss half of Melbourne. I've already had two breakups, so I've probably kissed the whole Melbourne at this rate and I don't have the opportunity for another breakup. The next man better be the one, I think. And also, just a little bit of a silver lining when you are going through such a hard and difficult time, your true friends stand out like a sore thumb and in a good way. I remember there was one night, I must have been 18 or 19, just finished high school, and a friend called me and she'd seen a guy that she used to see down the street with his new girlfriend and I just said, right, you stay right there. I am driving here right now with your favorite ice cream and we are going to cry all night. We're going to watch chick flicks and we're going to just sit in that emotion. And that's what a true friend should do. After my first breakup, I think I used to have friends stay at my house like pretty much every night so they knew that I was okay. So I love you guys. Thank you for looking out for me. My second tip, fall in love with yourself. As lame as this sounds, and I kind of touched on it before, as lame as it sounds, take yourself on dates. One of the very best things about being single and is probably a reason why I will be single for a very long time because I don't want to give this up, is you do not need to rely or be tied down to anyone or anything. I love that on a Friday night, I can choose exactly what Netflix movie I'm watching. I can choose exactly what takeaway I'm ordering. No one else's opinions matter. I get to do exactly what I want when I want. Make sure that you learn to enjoy this new found freedom and do all the things that you didn't have time for before when, you know, you had to coordinate two schedules. You weren't just on your own. So that might be as simple as visiting a brand new cafe that's just opened up around the corner, going for a long romantic walk along the beach. I remember one of my exes hated exercise and he was the size of a twig, so not sure how that worked out. Or even cooking yourself a really nice dinner for you to enjoy by yourself. Learn to love your own company because at the end of the day, that is the only company that you have for life and that you will always have. Next tip, focus on what you find important and second to this, take the time to set goals. Now that you do have that extra time up your sleeve, you start to really dive deep into your passions and focus on what you truly love. 
From there, I would then be looking at setting some new goals, whether that's something like going back to uni, changing career path, seeing your family more, or all of those options. Whenever I get really down, and either now, especially around the dating scene in Melbourne and thinking that I'm never going to find someone because trust me, it is shit. I just start to think about the future and map out what my dream life will look like. And when I really dive deep into what I want the next few years to look like, there's never a man involved. There's never a partner. I think about what I want my career to look like. I think about what I want my house to look like. I think about what I want my daily routine to look like. Do I want to be really fit in three years? Because I'm not right now. You know, just take that time to work out what you really want. And nine times out of 10, it will not involve another person. My next tip is to get creative. I wasn't kidding about the painting or writing a song. As I mentioned, heartbreak is the foundation for some really epic moments in pop culture. Although I really hate the stereotype that the best creatives are tortured souls, channeling your hurt, anger and confusion into some form of art may be a great way to work through your feelings and really process the situation. I think every single time that I've had a bad breakup even if it was just with a guy that I was seeing for a little bit, I like started a new business or started planning for a new little side hustle because I just had all of this energy that was no longer servicing a shitty relationship. Maybe your creativity will be less about the art and maybe it's about starting a new hobby, join a new sports team. And that is just such a great way to make new friends. Moving on to that sports section, that kind of goes into my next tip, exercise. And if you've been listening to The Selfish Sesh for a while now, you would know that I harp on about exercising all of the time, not for physical health, but for mental health. Go for a run, be like me, become addicted to running and be that annoying friend that only ever talks about running all the time. Trust me, it's a vibe. I know that at times, especially when you are going through a really difficult situation, exercise may be one of the very last things that you want to do. But trust me, just going to the gym or working out and just doing something for yourself will really make you feel better. It will make you both healthier and happier. So that is definitely one of my top recommendations. Okay, I have two more tips to go. The second last one, and one that you probably don't want to hear, is deal with the ex and work out how you are going to, I guess, handle that relationship moving forward. For some people, and for a lot of people, I would recommend cutting off contact where possible blocking them on all social media, cutting out any calls and text messages and really cutting them out of your life if that is an option. It will help your heart heal a lot quicker and you won't have to go through those little milestones of seeing him post an Instagram story with another girl. I remember when that used to happen, I would be devastated 
So make sure that you are controlling. Say if you don't want to block them, maybe mute their Instagram stories or giving your phone to a girlfriend when you're drinking and so you don't drunk call him, booty call him. We've all been there, done that. No judgment. I also want to flag for some people, this isn't an option. So I get really annoyed when that is the advice that everyone and anyone gives and that's all they offer. As I mentioned at the start of the episode, one of my long-term relationships, I stayed really good mates with him for a very, very long time. We literally just went from boyfriend, girlfriend to best friends and everyone found that really weird. We'd get brunch every weekend. We'd still go out for dinners, but it was very, very platonic. And I think that was because the relationship ended really mutually. We both knew it was ending. I guess neither of us were heartbroken. So that doesn't really apply if your heart is broken. And there's also other ways to kind of limit your emotional involvement with them, but still remaining, I guess, civil, especially if you are in the same friendship group. You don't want to lose your friends after a breakup. That is awful. There is so many ways, but you just need to work out what way is best for you and your mental health and your trajectory of getting over your ex. My very last bit of advice is to forgive and forget. I am not talking about the heartbreaker. What I am saying is don't be so hard on yourself. Love does suck and it is hard sometimes, but let that pain light the fire in your belly and create some amazing moments. I can promise you that every person in this world has had their heart broken one way or another before they reached their full potential and really conquered their life. So use that pain to your advantage. You got it, baby girl. Now, I hope that these tips have helped you get through your breakup and just remember you are not alone. And also, A big, big reminder, and this is one that I certainly need to listen to, especially right now. There is no right or wrong timeline for your life. Someone whose relationship might be thriving, might be struggling in another aspect in life that you're absolutely owning. We're all different. We all have our strengths. We all have our weaknesses. But at the end of the day, we're all human. And like I said at the start of this episode, we all end up in the same place anyway. That is me over and out for today's episode. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you got something out of it. And as always, I would love for you to share on your Instagram stories, share me some love. I've been really enjoying putting the podcast together since my little time off and I feel like I'm really getting into the swing of things. So if you have any feedback, comments, compliments, please send them my way. Thank you, my lovers, and chat soon. Thank you for joining me today on The Selfish Sesh. Please subscribe, rate, and review via your favorite podcast app. And please do tag us in any of your posts on the gram. Stay selfish, babes, and chat soon.